Welcome to the CareerWise Nurse Podcast. This is your place if you are launching your career as a nurse or are preparing to launch. If you're growing into your role or growing into a new role, or if you're seeking to thrive or just need a little refresh in your work as a nurse or your life as a nurse. Living your best nursing life doesn't just happen. It takes energy and dedication. On this podcast, you will have the opportunity to learn, live, and love all the experiences of being a nurse. Nursing is truly an amazing journey. It's your amazing journey. It's your license. It's your career. It's your job. It's your reality. And it's your certification. It's all about you. You will get strategies and stories, inspiration, information on how to live your best life in this podcast. This is all about helping you stay fresh, energized, and making sure that you are your best self on the job. And when you're off the job, when you finish that day shift or that night shift, or your day is done. And this is about today, tomorrow, and your nursing future. So hang on. Thank you for being here with me on this amazing journey that we call nursing life. This is Natalie Dietrich, your host for the CareerWise Nurse podcast. And today I just wanted to reflect on different opportunities in nursing that you may or may not have thought about as you launch your career or as you look to find a new role, or if you're just looking to thrive and to navigate away from burnout or find a new job, maybe something a lot different than what you've been doing. So I thought I would talk about what it's like to look for a job in the pharmaceutical industry. Previously, I worked for a large pharmaceutical company and I was only there for about three years, but I really liked it. It was completely different than working in an infusion setting or working in the hospital. And my industry experience was not representative of all industry experience that you can find out there to get away from the bedside and still use your clinical insight, your networking experience to do your job and do it well. So I was working in oncology and I had met over the years of working mostly outpatient oncology, a lot of different people that worked in sales, mostly sales reps for pharmaceutical companies. And they were promoting products that we used in my practice. Some of those products I had worked with for a lot of years because they were used on in the inpatient setting as well. But I got to know people and they often brought in lunch or they did in-services. And the people who were sales reps were not always clinical people or they were not always nurses. Some were, some nurses completely moved out of nursing practice into sales. Some were business people and some were other disciplines like physical therapy or a registered dietitian. They had worked in healthcare in some way and then they were working in the pharmaceutical industry when I met them or that's how I met them. Really meeting sales reps and people who work for pharma. I've met people my entire career everywhere I lived across the country. So not just in the last five to 10 years did I meet people who helped me to find the job I wanted to find in industry. And oncology is an area where there's a lot of different companies now more than ever. And they often wanted to connect with us at conferences, 
at our professional association meetings because sometimes they were nurses, so they were members of my local oncology nursing society chapters, or they were associate members or members that were not clinical but had the privileges of membership. I knew I wanted to make a change in the work I was doing. And I was either going to go to government or I was going to go to industry. And I had previously worked in government at NIH because I live in the Washington, D.C. area where the National Institutes of Health is based with a large hospital. And I was looking for different opportunities. There was a long delay in me actually going to start a position in the government. And in that time, we're talking five months before I was able gonna I was actually going to be able to get the start notice for my job that I accepted in government. I actually got approached by someone who worked in pharmace- the pharmaceutical industry about a position as an educator. And he said, I remember you told me that if there was ever an opening to let you know, you might be interested. So that's how I got started looking for my pharmaceutical job is I had left the position I was working in in oncology. And I was, like I said, waiting to start a government job back at NIH. But in the meantime, I took a little bit of a gamble to leave my old job before I had a start date for my government job. But I figured it was a very short moment in time between working at one job to the other. And I had a busy house, so I wanted to be home. And that was a little chance to be home a bit for a couple months. But then I got busy looking for that new pharmaceutical job because someone approached me about that opportunity. And then I found other opportunities because... I had some time to research jobs. And what was really great about having worked with so many people in the pharmaceutical industry in my clinical practice, really from like 2012 until 2017, was I knew a lot of people. So when I saw different jobs to work as a nurse educator or a clinical educator in a pharmaceutical company, I usually had a connection and knew someone that I could contact to help me get an internal referral for the position or the company that was hiring. And having those internal leads submit my application really helped me to get get the job and to get the interviews among all the jobs that I was looking at. You're probably wondering, how do I find those companies, those positions? Well, I mostly use LinkedIn. So if you don't have a LinkedIn profile or you haven't really updated it, that's the first place to start if you think you might want to learn more about working in the pharmaceutical industry. And anyone that you know that works in a pharmaceutical company is a good contact to learn more about the organization. And they will be happy to help you connect with someone who might know something about a job that you might be a good fit for or that is open and you might want to apply for. So just use your connections to learn more about different companies and what they have that you see as a position when you search LinkedIn. So use LinkedIn to look at what jobs are out there for the pharmaceutical companies that nurses might be a good fit for. And there's a lot of different places where you might fit in. And then also you can subscribe for different companies to their job search updates. And that's a great way to see all the different positions that are open in your area and even to find remote positions. And if you have questions about navigating the search for a pharmaceutical position, go to the show notes, schedule a time with me. My link in there to schedule on my calendar for a 30-minute coaching inquiry call is there for you. I can help you navigate finding a pharmaceutical industry job if that's something you think you want to do. Because first you need to explore what jobs are out there and explore what connections you have with people that work at the different companies that have positions that you see open. That can take some time. And building those relationships, just brainstorm all the people that you have met that work in the pharmaceutical industry. 
I think you could come up with more people after you give it some time and think about it. What I'm saying is you probably know more people than you initially thought you did that work in the pharmaceutical industry. Also, if you're in a professional organization, whether it's for emergency nurses, critical care, psych mental health, oncology, those associations, you may find people in your area or in companies that have positions that might interest you, connect with those people on LinkedIn. You can message them and you can find out about what they like most about their company and what it's like to work there. And then networking, networking with people you know who work in the industry. Now, I've mostly talked about pharmaceutical industry so far because that's where I worked. But you also have the medical device industry. And I worked in a hospital in 2021 as an educator. And I met the different device company nurses who supported rollouts of new products. So there was an opening in the company and and the person who was in the hospital doing the rollout she told me at length about a position and she was willing, if I wanted, to forward my application to the hiring manager. That gets you a phone call and jumps you through a lot of hoops very quickly because these positions, they want to fill them. And when it's someone that knows you or that can recommend you internally, again, in the device industry or in the what goes on to for hospital equipment sales and devices, they always need people. In fact, if you are a PRN person or you just want to pick up shifts or you like to travel, nurses from Florida would come up and do three, four, five days or more throughout the whole system that I worked for, rolling out uh, urinary drainage devices. I mean, everything, new Dynamaps or new automatic blood pressure cuff monitors, everything you can think of that's in the hospital or your offices or your clinic settings. There's someone to educate on that on how it's indicated to be used, the do's and don'ts, to make sure you know how to use that equipment. Hospitals have those people come in. When you roll out a new product in the hospital, there's people that come in days, days and days and days, and across all shifts, if it's an area that's in patient care 24-7. And they need a lot of people to do that work. So if you're in the hospital and you're thinking, gosh, how could I get a job outside the hospital in industry, whether it's device, hospital equipment, or pharmaceutical like drugs, there's a lot of ways to find jobs. And again, LinkedIn is a great way to find information or Medline, for example. Go look and see how you can get alerts and subscribe to job updates on company websites directly. So what's it like to work for a company? There's a lot of perks. And if you work with patients, you're probably going to work every day. Even during COVID, you're probably going to work every day unless you were a student and not yet practicing or at a point in your life where you weren't practicing for a number of reasons. It's a big change. You probably work out of your house. You're probably going to have a computer and a company car because you're going to be going in the field. These are field jobs, mostly is what I'm talking about, where you your home is your home base, your home office, your house is your home base, and you have to get to all the places where you're working. If they don't provide you with a company car, they're probably going to give you reimbursement for mileage. You may be an employee of the company, fully employed with benefits, or you could be a contractor. And I'm not going to go into the details about which is which because it's not within my scope. There's a lot of ways how people are hired. Some companies will contract a whole team of nurse educators on behalf of a major pharmaceutical company. So you might work for this company, but you're really a team of nurse educators for Merck or some other company. And they just outsource the hiring of that team of nurses for those products or those different divisions. But working in industry is very different than working in the hospital for an hourly rate or a salary or in a salary position. 
you know, there's a lot of incentives to meet your objective. With that comes probably a base salary that's higher than what you're getting in your patient care roles now. Also, there's the potential for bonus. And again, everything varies widely. I only have experience from one company, but there's a lot of factors that go into your bonus, how it's paid out. And you may be in a position where you have no commission. It's all salary. Yet after your annual review, you'll still get some bonus calculated based on the ratings on your review and some other company factors. So it was pretty amazing to get a bonus that was more than $1,000 or $200 or a free meal from the hospital on Thanksgiving. So I couldn't believe it when I was working in industry and you get recognized for your hard work or compensated so differently than patient care roles. You might be wondering about travel or territories. So if you work in a position where you support hospitals, you might not have an area bigger than a part of a metropolitan area. Maybe you have all of D.C. or all of Baltimore or D.C. to Baltimore. Technically, I had Kentucky when I got hired, and I live in Virginia right outside of Washington, D.C. I had half of West Virginia, like the lower half. I had Kentucky. I had Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, and I had areas of Virginia that were across the river from Washington, D.C., but still in the same municipal area. And I had Maryland that surrounds D.C. too. I went all the way up to Delaware, which was only two hours from my house in Virginia. And we had meetings, like quarterly, we had a meeting that we would have to fly to. Um, We also had team meetings that were in person every couple months. There's usually one big annual sales meeting where everyone goes to one place in the country. And for me, that was in winter and it was somewhere warmer than where I lived. So it was always a big treat. So how did I connect with my team if I was covering one area? Because I'm the only nurse educator for my products, my disease state in the area where I lived. Our team of nurses for my service line was divided into, we had four regions. So there was six or seven nurses in my region in the Southeast United States or the Northeast United States, whatever, however it's divided. And we, my team of six or seven nurses met weekly on a Zoom call with our director. Our director would meet us every couple months to ride along or go with us to an account. It was actually a really good experience. We prepared for those meetings, had to do some paperwork, some planning, more so than our usual account meetings. And we stayed connected with our team of nurses through texting and Zoom and phone calls. So I never really felt isolated. And so you have to be able to really work independently and on your own to do these jobs. If you're in a hospital supporting role where you have a whole team and you have the local area only because it's a big hospital or a big system, you're likely to have meetings periodically with other members of your nurse educator team who serve different cities in your region of the country. However, your your employer would be dividing up those groups of employees. One thing I think about in terms of covering accounts or responding to calls from clients that needed something, an in-service on a drug, because they were going to start a, a new patient on, it was their first time giving that drug, is you don't get a call at midnight and you don't lose sleep over anything that goes on with patients because you are one step away from the patient supporting the people that are giving the care. So you're moving up one level is what I said, and you support a wider geography, not just one-on-one patients where it's you and the sick patient or you and the patient and the family member. It's you helping the people that are going to go support patient care directly. And I talked to nurses who were doing infusions, nurse navigators. I also talked to nurse practitioners, physician assistants, and pharmacists. 
And I did interact with physicians, but that was not my primary customer. My primary customer were the nurses, the NP, the PA, the pharmacist. Because there's a whole team of salespeople that are also going to see the physicians and their accounts. So the nurses were working with the nurses largely. And locally, I did have colleagues in my pharmaceutical industry job that were the sales reps or the, I can't even remember what they call them, but they're sales reps. And they also built rapport with the accounts and the providers, the prescribers, and they work collaboratively with the nurse educators in their territory to connect with people that the nurses knew or to go support an account need. And the doctor's offices and the hospitals, those are all accounts. I had to do expense reporting. I had to track my um, client visits, my account visits. I had to check in with my director and my colleagues. We did special projects. We needed sometimes to reach out to the medical science liaisons, and they were also supporting the accounts in a little bit different role. Every company in the industry is a little different in how they organize their staff and how they interact with the offices or the healthcare systems that they are selling to or supporting with information on product. So what I'm telling you is my experience with some other information included. But like I said earlier, if you want help searching for a job that's in industry away from the bedside, I will say your clinical experience is valuable and companies are looking to hire you as a nurse to help them. Consider this opportunity to be autonomous, work out of your house, have some flexibility in your schedule to do things you need to do like a dentist appointment or even a hair appointment because sometimes you have to work in the evening or at night with your job so you get some flexibility back during the day. You manage your schedule collaboratively with your teammates or your your leaders and to meet the needs of your accounts, but you have some freedoms you don't have working a 12-hour shift on days or nights in the hospital or working a day job in an office or a clinic setting, and the experience you have now is going to help you. Even if you're a new nurse and you dream of being in another role, start to explore things early on in your career so that you can reach those goals and get the jobs you really want to get. Find your dream job. And once you start an industry, you may find a lot of opportunities. People will reach out to you to see if you're interested in a position at another company. There's competition. It is a small community. It's full of opportunities. The reason I left the pharmaceutical industry in 2020 is our company reorganized and there were layoffs. I had a lot of notice that my position was going to change. I chose not to pursue the reorganized role. I wanted to stay in oncology. I didn't want to do a role that was not oncology only. So I made the choice to leave. I also at the time had caregiving needs that came up. So when I was laid off, there was severance. I lived on that and took care of my family member. And also it was when COVID was really ramping up. So it was time for me to step back and be home. And then when I went back to work in 2021, I chose a little bit different path, but it helped me to see how much nurses need support to do their best job, live their best life and find work that fits in their lives. So that's why I'm here now. And that's why I wanted to share a new opportunity that you might want to consider that's really a great way to be working as a nurse for some people. It's not a job for everyone, but I'm happy to explore that with you because I think it's a great opportunity and we can talk about pros and cons. Like I said, find me in the show notes, my Calendly link to schedule a inquiry call, a discovery call, and we can talk more. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast. Connect today with the CareerWise Nurse Podcast community. Do this by emailing belong at careerwisenurse.com. That's B E L O N G at careerwisenurse.com.
join the CareerWise Nurse Facebook group. A link is provided at the bottom of the page. Leave a review for this podcast. Scroll past the episodes where you will see write a review. I read every review because I want to know what you think, what you want to know, who you want to meet to help you live your best nursing life. Tap on the stars to rate this podcast. Thank you. Talk to you soon.